0: following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. Are you, Are ready? you ready for the obscure Super Superstars? Superstars. Spot Spot Spot. 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 Spot.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Obscure Superstar Spotlight. I am Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. And you know it's a big deal when me and Bane are both at it, back at it again. Yeah. (laughs) On the OSS. got that? We're talking about Ludwig Borga. Yeah. We are. How excited about this are you? So excited. Um, So Ludwig Borga, he falls into a weird category here. There was two guys... In the history of WWF Hasbro action figures, who I had never actually seen when their action figures came out, yeah, one was him and one was Nails. Oh yeah, I never actually saw Nails because he was reti- he he got fired very quickly after he came in. Yeah, but action the act they had big plans. for so the action figure was in development because you know he actually ended up choking Vince McMahon. Oh yeah, and, and got fired. And Ludwig Borg, I I don't remember why he left, but he didn't he didn't last long. But he did have an action figure. And I remember thinking like, oh, man, this guy must be a big deal if he's got a figure. But I've right. never never seen it before. But yeah. back in the day, when guys left, you didn't really know they left. It was just, they just all of a sudden weren't there anymore. Yeah. So uh, Ludwig Borga, not a lot to talk about, though. Um, he had an interesting run, WWF, New Japan Pro Wrestling, even a little bit of time in the UFC early on. Yeah. Um, he was also a Nazi. Which, you know, apparently that happens on occasions. I, fuck, I don't know. That's weird. What's funny is and I know like we we've talked about this on Power Hour about people like bringing back the swastika and yeah, all yeah. that shit doesn't work out. No, but what's funny about that is like if I saw somebody wearing a swastika, I wouldn't look at them as a Nazi. I would look at them as like like wait, what are you wearing a swastika for?
0: I would look at them as like really white
1: trash. Well, that's like why would you wear it? <laughs> yeah. Why would, like why would like and racist. Did you like do you ever yeah. remember the movie The Pacifier with Vin Diesel? Yes. Remember like there was a play And one of the kids he was watching was in the play and he was wearing a swastika. Yeah. And his principal's like, look at this. And he's like, well, I don't think he's a Nazi. Yeah. Like, there's not Nazis now, really. I mean,
0: are there? Well, there's neo-Nazis. Yeah. But I mean, they're they're like, they're pussies. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're like big, bad, tough army guys. Like, they're like pussies who are only strong because they are run around with like 10 people at, at a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. They're just little bitches.
1: Yeah. So but we were doing a little bit of research on Ludwig Borga beforehand. We normally don't even do this, but the, we had to have something to talk about. Right. And one career highlight is he actually, I, I believe, broke the undefeated streak of Tatanka. Yeah. Which had been going for what a couple of years at that yeah. point. Yeah. Tatanka was kind of a
0: badass. Back Tatanka
1: when. was man. I remember when he when I first saw him, I was all about Tatanka. Dude,
0: yeah, he was he was like my top guy there for a while.
1: Like the red hair and all that shit. Yes. And, I remember I had WWF Steel Cage Challenge on Game Gear. Oh, yeah. And I always played with Tatanka.
0: Tatanka was amazing.
1: Tatanka. What a cool name.
0: It is a really cool name. What's
1: funny is the dude from American Idol, Simon Cowell, he helped develop his music. Did he? He did. And that was a good song, too. Very catchy. It is. It is. We just gave you an acapella version.
0: Yeah. Do you remember when he joined uh, Money Incorporated?
1: Yes, I do. That was that was a wild time. Was actually I was kind of heartbroken. Ted DiBiase's Million Dollar Corporation. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. What did I call it?
1: Money Incorporated. That's oh, when, that was the yeah, tag yeah, team yeah, between right. IRS and and Ted DiBiase. Yeah. You know, apparently there was a there was a pitch Bruce Prichard revealed recently where there was going to be uh they were going to team up Undertaker and IRS and call them Death and Taxes.
0: That would have been fantastic,
1: <laughs> right? Oh my God. Yeah. So. Yeah, Tatanka turned heel. And then actually, oddly enough, I, I think a lot of people often forget, like, he came back in, like, 2006. Yes. And he was on SmackDown. Yeah. And, like, nobody, like, he didn't really do anything, but he was there. And it yeah. was just kind of like, oh, Tatanka's back. Right. That's weird. Right. Yeah, because like, it didn't fit. It was also, like, what, 10 years after his run? Right. It was, like, 96, 2006? Yeah, it was, like, exactly 10 years. He might have been cool on ECW, though. Maybe, but it was just such a weird time. Yeah. Like, that was, that was one of the weirdest rosters they ever had, I always felt like. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh, Tatanka's here. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah, just definitely weird stuff. Wild. So, back to Ludwig Borga. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken of my timeline in this, he came in right around the time of SummerSlam 93 right before. And that's when he defeated Marty Jannetty. Yes. And I believe he was actually out of the WWF by Survivor Series in the same year. Uh, yeah. So about three or four months. That I believe that was the length of his run. Well, it
0: looks like I'm reading right now on the Wikipedia. It says on January 17th, 1994, he injured his ankle in a match with Rick Steiner, mm-hmm. uh, forcing the WWF to cancel the future pr- plans for a Borger character that included a scheduled appearance at the 94 Royal Rumble and pr- a proposed WrestleMania match against Earthquake. He left the company soon after. Right.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, because he was supposed to, I think there was a, at Survivor Series 93, they were going to have the foreign fanatics against the All-Americans and in, in, uh, Borga and Luger, I think we're supposed to finish that one up. Yeah. And uh, Borga ended up um, getting hurt before that. Yeah. And wasn't able to be in the match. And so he was pretty much a- out of the company thereafter. Like he never yeah. made another TV appearance. So again, obviously if they, back in the day the action figure took a lot, lot longer to produce. Yeah. So they must have had that planned for a while. And oh then, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, just kind of crazy. Yeah. so um, Really bizarre. Yeah. But uh, any final thoughts on the man, the myth, the legend of Ludwig Borga?
0: Dude, you know, not a whole lot. I mean, this guy is...
1: uh... He's one of those guys, when you put the podcast up, it'll say Ludwig Borga. People may not even remember that. Right. They might remember the picture.
0: Well, yeah. I remember the name. I yeah. don't remember who he was. I don't remember the, the the photo or anything like that until I Googled him and, and saw him. I was like, okay, yeah, I remember that guy. Uh, but, yeah, just not a whole lot going on with that guy.
1: Yeah. He beat Marty Jannetty. Yep. Which but I Well, I mean, the thing is, is like had he stayed and he had competed, I guess Survivor Series was supposed to end up with him and Luger. Yeah. Know? And he was a big jacked up dude, so that kind of made sense. Sure. And then wrestle. I mean, I guess if they won him at WrestleMania against Earthquake, I mean, they, they're. I think they're, a lot of their plans change because they realized Luger wasn't quite the baby face they had wanted. Yeah. So maybe, and that's you know, Bret Hart ended up winning the title that night. So maybe Luger does win the title at, at WrestleMania. Then him and Borg at SummerSlam '94. Yeah. But then we don't get Brett and no in the cage. So, True I mean, that. A lot, of, a lot of things do change, and they're probably they're probably looking at Borg at Undertaker at some point and probably a lot of different stuff. I remember as a kid, always thinking his name looked like booger. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I'll, I mean, oddly enough, there was another guy in the roster named Bastion Booger. Bastion Booger, Booger. Yeah. yeah. That was a
0: gross-looking guy. There was a lot of gross, fat guys <laughs> <laughs> back then. You know? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, there were Bastion Booger, <laughs> Mantar, uh, uh, Man Mountain Rock.
1: Yeah, Man Mountain Ra- Rock did look disgusting. Yeah, I, mean, I was... watched some of his matches in WCW when he was Max Payne. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't good. Yeah, there um, was a lot of
0: a lot of just really fat, gross guys back then. <laughs> P News was another one. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely um, falls
1: in the gross and fat category. Yeah, there's just a lot of them. What's funny is I'm pretty sure all of them have been on the show. Man Mountain Rock has. Oh, yeah. Bastion Booger has. Yep, uh, Mantar has. Mantar has. Uh, PN-, PN News yeah, has. Yeah, so. I
0: think we've covered all the fat guys. Maybe maybe not Fryer Ferguson.
1: No, uh, no, we haven't covered but, him. Uh, yeah, there are a lot
0: of gross,
1: <laughs> fat guys. <laughs> Uh,
0: Mabel even falls into that, but he wasn't really obscure. Mo, Mo, yeah, yeah there's one. Who was the other guy? Oscar.
1: Apparently, yeah. Oscar got his job. He came up to Vince McMahon and Macho Man and just started rapping.
0: Really? Yep. Yeah. I'm like, All right. Wonder if that would work with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get the hell out of here! Who the hell is this? <laughs> and yeah, if he, uh, if you know. And just shoot headbutt him. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's how you get your job. Yeah, jeez. Man. Okay. Anyway, so that is all we got here. Thank you guys for listening to the obscure superstar spotlight. Yes. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Boom.